Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. In the DC Universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 43. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on our network by heading over to BatmanPodcastNetwork.com. I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, a senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter Amvera, and today we're recording on June 15th, 2021. And as always, we have great, great stuff uh, to talk about today. But before we get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all our faithful listeners, that if you take the time to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, um, we will send you a special prize pack. Uh, we have to send out last month's prize pack. I've only done it. I will. I believe I sent it to Doug. I think Doug won. If if your name's not Doug, I apologize. <laughs> but you won. Uh, I still have to mail it out. Uh, now. Let me introduce my partner in crime, the only 15-time winner in the history of the Human Puck Shuffle at the Barclays Center. Ladies and gentlemen, the champion of Long Island, Mr. Eric Holzman. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Hello, Peter. (laughs) How are you? Uh, How are you? Are you nervous? Am I nervous? Yeah, I mean, because when this posts, we we don't know what's going to happen tonight. Oh, that's so true. Anything can happen tonight. So, just what are your thoughts, pre Islanders? Are you talking two? about the puck shuffle or the actual game? Uh, well, I mean, I know you're you're you got to get ready for the next puck shuffle, which I mean, whenever game three is. So, I'm sure you're focused on your training. So, I guess right. you could talk about that if you want to talk about your training for puck shuffle at game three, because you're going to defend your title, correct? I'm going to try. I'm going to okay. try. The venue's different. The last time I did it was at Barclays. Now they're doing it this year at, at the Islanders are playing at Nassau Coliseum. So they'll be doing it there. Have so. you ever competed in an event at the Coliseum? No, not this for is that. Your first time. Wow. Okay. First time. So yeah. this is really like a coming home party for you. Yeah. I mean, this is the actual place um, with all the history for the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is the the old barn. It's Nassau Coliseum. It's where they won their four Stanley. You Cups. and you winning a championship in that building with that crowd could be a, uh, I, I mean, know. it's it. You are basically going to try to be like the Long Island Rocky there, you know. I am. I really am looking forward to this one. This is a this is a special homecoming mm-hmm. one for me. Um, I'm going up against some some interesting competition. Have you decided what color puck you want to be? Are you going to be the red, the blue, or the green? I'm green because you're, you're going to be the green. Okay, that is my favorite color. So I okay, green all right, is the thing for me. All right. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, and it'll be. I, to be honest, I should win, but it's. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay, you're fairly confident. Yes. Now, I've, for tonight's game, which you asked me about, the Islanders playing Tampa Bay in Tampa again. As, as everyone knows, if you're a hockey fan, they won Game One. Mm. So now they're tonight. They're playing Game Two. I am confident. I won't say I'm overconfident. I'm confident they can win again. Uh, I thought they totally outplayed them in game one. Mm. Um, and I think, but I think Tampa's the defending champion, you know, mm-hmm. they're down one zero. 
they're a super talented team. Mm-hmm. Uh, very they can score uh, very quickly. So um, I think it'd be a tall. It'd be a tough. It's going to be a tough task for them to take tonight's game as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past them, but uh, I, I won't be devastated if they lose. I think they're going down there. They got the one game that they needed, and now they have home ice advantage. So. Uh, two random thoughts by me, not related to the game, really. One, Tampa Bay looks like the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> with their very simple white and blue jerseys. So yes. shout out to Brian DeMasso. That's for you, Brian. I know the <laughs> Leafs didn't make it, but the Isles did. So go Isles. Um, also, a <laughs> um, lot of devils associated with this Islanders team, Andy Green, Zajac, um, Palms, yeah. and uh, Big Lou. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of jersey in there which yeah. I'm rooting for. So uh, I'm rooting for those guys. Yeah. Man. Zajac is about as fragile as a champagne glass, but uh, he seems to be playing. Well. well, he's the veteran, right? He's the older guy. He's the older. Uh, one. He's been around for a while. Yeah. Zajac, Zajac. I mean, he played with Parisi. I, I, yeah. I want to say he played in that finals. They lost. I want to say he was I on think that he's team. 36 or 37, I think. And for I'm hockey, like, that's forever. That's old. it's funny for years. I was saying, trade him, get rid of him, trade him, get rid of him. Now he's an Islander. And I'm like, yes, just go. Just win. <laughs> I, yeah. I have another yeah. friend who's a devil's fan. And he says yeah. that says me all the time. He's like, Oh, I have rooting interest with green. And yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, so. there's a lot of good players that played on, you know, some bad devil teams. And there's uh, Andy green's been around. He's been on a devil for a while. So I believe he's playing on a good team or two, but yeah. Yeah. The, there, you know, it's been a long time since Marty Brodeur. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, those are funnier. And what's his name? In the last series, another devil, but he was on the um, what's it called on Boston side was Taylor Hall. They had Taylor mm-hmm. Hall, he, I believe, won MVP. MVP. Yeah. yeah, so there's been he was a good devil for a while. I was sad when he got traded. Yeah, I just liked you know he's just small market, you know. But it's like I I, I keep my mouth shut. I'm a Yankee fan. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't say a damn thing. I don't know. The Devils get thrown into the tri-state area mix. I mean, I know that their fans uh, are for, mostly well, I mean, New Jersey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. But it's like it's first of all, it's like tri-state area hockey, and it's like there's the Rangers, right? You know, and then it, you know, depending on the part of New Jersey, there's also the Philadelphia Flyers. So I mean, that's true. Yeah, Southern Jersey, basically yeah. competing for like suburbia, yeah. and uh, it's like I mean, you know, this isn't Minnesota, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't, you know, I don't know how much pond hockey we play. No, you're right. You're right. right. That's true. I like, mean, I it's always, around, but it's not as prevalent. Right. I know that I always consider them part of the, you know, the New York Tri-State teams, but you're right. Of all of the teams, the Islanders probably being second. Um, the Devils probably have the smallest concentration of fans, I, I, like, regarding it's their not, home uh, team. It's, not, so. it's just, it's a tough market to crack when you, like, north is New York and south is Philadelphia. And- right. You're competing, you know, it's, it's it's a weird market, but um, it's worked, and you know, I I do like going to uh, the Prudential Center. Yeah, I like that place too. I went not to get well, guys. We'll get back on the regular topics, this, but not to get this too. This is NHL tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to go. A friend of mine used to work for a company where they had seats at the Prudential Center in the suites. Mm-hmm. I actually got to do that one time there for a Devils game where they everything was catered, everything was paid for. Mm-hmm. Now that was fun. It we was, went to where we go. We went to a Rangers Red Wings game. What was it like two years ago? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. So if you ever get like every time I do something in a suite, like I did at the Yankees too, I got to go to a game at the one of the suites. I think the Delta you, Suite. You sat in Steinbrenner Stadium. Right? No, I wish. But <laughs> you sat in Steinbrenner Suite. The Delta Suite, though, that was cool too. Like all the food was calm. You had to pay for your drinks at that one, but the food and everything was calm. Yeah. You can get as much as you wanted. When it I go to awesome. Yankee Stadium. 
I don't know how this is such a tangent. When I go to Yankee <laughs> Stadium, I get it's either I get the LaBelle steak sandwich or the garlic flak fries. Garlic fries are garlic legit. fries are really great. My yes. brother likes the chicken bucket. Yes, the garlic fries are legit there. The gar- I mean they're they're things. they're strong though. They're not for the weak. No, they're not. They're not. I remember the first time I went, and that's what I got. You can't and, eat them all either. Like it's like no, you know, like big thick chunks of garlic. Yeah, man. So and at the bottom, it's get all soaked up. Yep. Mm, they should give you a roll with that. Actually, <laughs> just get like a hot dog roll. Put that in the complaint box. Put that in the complaint box. I mean, it's more like a suggestion. It's not really a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are doing great. Just one idea. If you can afford the rolls, I know the tickets are like one hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> but no, man, the food there at the food at that stadium is great too. So. City Field's good too. I mean, they yep. got the Shake Shack. You got the Blue Smoke. I believe there's. I've been to City Field. Oh man, the, I think the last time I was at City Field, uh, I went with my buddy Andy. I think it was like Rays. The Rays played home games because of a hurricane. Oh, you remember that? I don't. They the Rays played like two games at City Field because the Mets were on the road. Oh, okay. I think they were. I think they finished like a game in Baltimore, then they flew them up to New York or something like that. I do remember them having to move around for a hurricane. I do remember that. They did. They played two games at City Field. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but City Field's awesome too. Uh, guys, if you live in New York, you understand what we're talking about. You're listening to this. You you know what I mean. If you're not don't live in New York, I'm sorry. We <laughs> we bored I mean, you. I would love to go to see your ballpark. I mean, I've been to I've been to Yankee Stadium, been to City Field, I've been to the Vet, I've been to Citizens Bank, I've been to Texas Park in Arlington. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones I've been to. I have you been to Fenway? One. I have been to Fenway. They could call. Yes, I have. I have been to Fenway. So yes, add that to the list. Fenway was cool. Yep. The, it, you could tell it was built in like 1904 because it's the seats are built for someone who's like three, I don't know, five. <laughs> yeah. Same thing at Wrigley. I was at Wrigley and yeah. same thing there. It's built for guys like Nico. So. <laughs> Which is perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. Who weigh like 65 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Sorry for the little bit of a tangent, guys. How long uh, was that? We went on a we did a ten minute tangent. Five, yeah, about five ten minutes. We apologize for that. Um, but I do I do know I do know that some of our listeners are also sports fans, so you get a little bit of that here as well. And with and with the New York Islanders in the playoffs, it's just something that's on fresh on our minds, and we just want to give you a little bit of conversation about that. So, as Pete mentioned, we did have a contest winner. So I think it's Doug, right? You said Doug. I think at Deason Braun is his name on Twitter, I believe. Um, uh, so, yeah. So he won. So congratulations there. He won the uh, Nightwing prize. Pete will send you the, the Nightwing prize pack. And once again, thanks for listening and following. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a good slate of topics today. Um, the first one we're going to start off with, which we had talked, I want to say we talked a few months ago when they when they actually said that they were going to be doing a live uh comic-con this year in new york um i remember i think it might have been last month we got mm-hmm. that news and we first said that they're going to do it but we weren't really sure how they were going to do it and they were gonna have to do something over thanksgiving i believe it was uh, that was like an additional one they were they brought to the table right yeah i think that was for la um, san diego i think that was for mm-hmm. san diego so that's my bad there but um yes we are getting an actual comic-con in new york city it's mm-hmm. the normal october 7 to 10 date that we will be um, you know, we will have, obviously there's going to be reduced capacity, new safety precautions. All of it sounds similar to what we've been facing already, um, in the pandemic, uh, approved face coverings, obviously. So you got to be, have a certain kind of mask to wear. You're going to have to take your temperature upon entry. 
um, all the things we've been dealing with going out in various stages of the country or in the world, actually, uh, we'll be having to do with here. But it was cool to hear that we're getting a live event. Uh, Pete, we've been there a few times now, and we know how crazy it is normally. It obviously is going to be a reduced capacity uh, this time. So we haven't heard yet anything about press, though. They haven't given the details for press credentials, if they're even going to be doing it. I'm sure it. that's part of capacity. Yeah, just, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, Repop announced that uh, Florida SuperCon, New York Comic Con, Emerald City Con, and C2E2 uh, all are stated uh, to go on. And that's, it's just great that, um, you know, we're able to gather and do things like this. Uh, New York State, I believe, is 69% vaccinated, which is great news. So hopefully come October, that number will hopefully reach the 90s. So, you know, maybe by then things change because it feels like everything just kind of is being played by ear and we see where we go from here type thing. So, uh, yeah, it's just great. I mean, I mean, I love Comic-Con. I don't know. It's still maybe worth sitting out just that first year, you know, going back. Just not not because of the virus, essentially, like uh, not because of the actual, just like because of everything that the virus brings, like do this, do that, can't bring a bag. You're not allowed to bring lunch anymore. It's, it's just all the extra like, ah, oh, man, like. I need to bring like water with, you know what I'm saying? I have no idea. Like who knows what the regulations will be like, but it's like, uh, it, it just may be more of a hassle to just get in with what they allow you to do. But I mean, I'm excited. Maybe. Well, maybe, I mean, since we've gone as press, maybe the panels, if they have the panels, that'd be something we want to, if there's I can cool see that still up. being done virtually though. That's true. That's possible. Just or, because I don't know. I, I don't know, but it, it all depends. Like some people are more just like, oh, no, I'm good. I mean, I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm still trying to be as cautious as I possibly can be. And, uh, but things are, you know, like, you know, good. I mean, I, you know, I bought lunch yesterday and I didn't have to wear a mask. There was no mask sign. They didn't ask me to wear a mask. It's weird, so, right? It was weird for a little bit. I was like, oh, wow, I don't have to do this. But it's like, I feel like a mask is my wallet. Like I just carry it with me now. It's my wallet, my phone. It's like wallet, phone, mask. Okay, the keys. All right. Like I forgot my keys, but I have my mask. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, so, but like but, you said, um, this is, this is really cool news. It's another sign that, again, that just we're getting Just progress. Back. Just yeah. great. We're I'm happy. I'm happy they're confident enough that, to do this. And for, so. to, to those that go, uh, please go, please have fun. Buy stuff for me, buy stuff for yourself. I'll probably see you there. I'll probably go like one day. I bet you, I, I you know, like I can't, I can't see myself being there four days just because I feel like it's going to be really annoying. Cause it's really annoying normally. <laughs> so um, we'll see what it is, but um, I'm excited and I can't wait to see the Funko pop exclusives. And I kind of hope this is like step one of things getting back to normal. It, you know, it might be better in a sense that there will be less people. Like, you know, we know on certain days you go there and it's literally, you're like day one, that evening, day one, nobody yep, goes. It's very, it's very, like you're very, very cramped together. And the Javits center is a big place. And there's a reason why they call us sweaties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, yeah, but um, with the reduced capacity, I think it might be a good year to go mm -hmm. just because you're not going to be crammed in and you might be able to, we might be able to see, think more things or be, um, have access to more things that we didn't, we wouldn't normally have. And, 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 and a special SOG contest. If we go and from, you know, this is like the annual Eric Comic Con contest for everybody who comes up to Eric and asks to take a picture with Eric, <laughs> Eric will buy one comic book for himself. So if you want Eric to read more <laughs> comics and buy more comics at Comic Con, if you see Eric, just say, Oh my God, you're Eric Holzman. Can, can, I, can you take a picture with me? And Eric will, 
buy a comic from one of the local vendors at, at Comic-Con. So if you want to help Eric expand his comic book library, if you see at Comic-Con, ask him for a picture. Eric will buy a comic book for himself from a vendor. So, <laughs> okay. That's fair. Uh, that's the new, that. and uh, it's, it's hashtag uh, E-Holes <laughs> photo contest. Oh, you just use my Twitter handle. You can do finally 33. Final, fi- oh, fi- okay. Okay. Fine. Screw that. Hashtag final E 33 photo. That's yeah. the, that's the hashtag that that would work. That A final would. E 33 photo at New York comic con. So we'll see you there. So that means we're going at least one day. <laughs> and uh, if we can get Eric to buy like three comics, I'll consider that a huge victory. It's going to have to be a, yes, it's going to have to be a, we, a day we're both going. If that's well, it could be any day. Like it's like, it's just so, so someone takes a picture and blah, 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 and they put it on Twitter. You know, like we're going to use the honor system, Eric. You're going to have to like, I'm going to have to trust that you're going to buy like, and this could be like a dollar book. It doesn't, Eric doesn't have to, like, he doesn't have to buy like amazing Spider-Man 300. <laughs> he can buy like, yeah, you I know, understand. you could buy a dollar book. Does it have to be a DC title? Does it have no, to be a DC title? Whatever you want. As long as it, as long as it is a comic book. All right. It could be you could buy if you bought an independent book from a, from a just a, a guy out there who wrote his own book. I, that's even that's even better. Like support that guy too. Okay. You know, an All independent right. artist, like totally. Yeah. All right. That's any comic book. So yeah, so Comic Con, New York Comic Con, and it, and since this year it's going to be technically the first, well, I guess the second one, but the first big one. Um, in person anyway, because we know, like we said, San Diego is having the virtual, but then they're having something in November. Well, Florida Supercon happens September. It happens the month before. Right. But New York is still the biggest, right? So that's what I mean. It's like the biggest. Well, it'll be, it will be until then Florida. I mean, Florida will open up as the biggest live in person until right. a month later, which is great. Cause it's like, it's just. So, so do you think, gorgeous. do you think they might use New York this year as more of the. Um, for the films, like normally that's San Diego. No, Do you, don't, you don't think so? think so? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, no one thing because I, I feel like I feel like I don't. Everyone now has a D twenty three or a Fandom, right? That's whatever. Fair. So they do they do do something, but the big stuff it, they they reserve for themselves, right? And that okay. and I feel like pe- more people want to go to San Diego in like July than they do want to go to New York in October. That's true, you know, but that's, I feel like San Diego may be better in July than New York in July, but New York is still just you know. I mean, I mean, I'm biased, but New York is still just there's no place like it. <laughs> Any <laughs> well, month, yeah, so. I mean, and October is not too bad yet weather wise. No, it's usually fairly warm still mm-hmm. in that time of year. So yeah, so yeah, so it's not that. But I was asking about the movies because we got a little bit of movie news this past week regarding a DC title. Um, and of course I'm talking about Aquaman two. So the end of last week, I believe it was, Mm -hmm. we got a little bit of news from James Wan Mm -hmm. released the title of Aquaman two and Aquaman two, the lost kingdom. Um, of course all the same cast of characters will be back. Uh, so Pete, the lost kingdom, you like the title? Uh, you remember how they described Aquaman one? swashbuckling indiana jones type movie like that's what this feels like to me (laughs) and if it feels like the last movie then i'm all for it you know i mean i I loved aquaman dude (laughs) we're getting aquaman 2 for man of steel 2 it's like all right whatever 
you know, Aquaman's going to get a trilogy before we get another Superman movie. But uh, it's just great. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited. Like the Lost Kingdom, like, oh, that makes sense. It makes sense with the Nemo stuff we kept hearing. Your boy for Game of Thrones, Black Manta. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued. Um, we know Momoa had a big part of writing the movie. Yes, uh, I think it's cool that he wants to do this. If Aquaman can become the DC indiana jones underwater like if that's their angle like okay cool sign me up right Right? like that just that sounds cool to me that really does like if you want to do like this tomb raider archaeological like he's like that type thing it seems like they're always after artifacts and stuff right yeah well that's the first one yeah yeah so like i'm like okay cool like let's let's see where this goes i'm I'm down for it and i love the cast i just i there's not enough great things i could say about anybody involved in this movie so the title sounds great i can't wait i'm so pumped wasn't it wasn't the jurassic didn't jurassic park one of them the lost kingdom my fallen kingdom fallen kingdom that's what it was yeah all right yep so yeah i think it's cool too and i agree with you i think they're definitely going for that indiana jones-ish type of tomb raider type of deal where Mm -hmm. uh you know it's gonna be everyone's gonna be this adventure to find something or find someone obviously this kind of gives it away they're looking for whatever the lost kingdom is i would assume (laughs) so it's got something to do with the trench it could be i thought about that too because i said well they canceled that film so maybe they're just going to incorporate it into dots yeah plan that's the plan dude that's the plan bro yes so as we know this movie is slated to come out december 16th next year 2022 bring it on baby Um, I, i just give me some more of that shirtless momoa I am so pumped. I cannot <laughs> wait. I've, I, dude, I love Mo. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm all about it. I don't care. Like, dude, I would, you would think I would hate that whole Guinness mustache beer scene in the beginning of that movie. I don't, I, I don't know. That's like, an just, awesome scene. I, you, but you would think I would hate it because I'm such like, Arr. you know, just like, it's, it's so great though. Like, I just, I know it's more Momoa than it is Aquaman, but like, I'm just, I'm all about it. Like, I just, He's got the gold. He's got the green boots. Like I don't care. Just I know Topo is in it. Like I'm just like I'm like I want to see Garth and I want to see I want to see Aqualad and I I want you know like I just I want I'm I'm all in. I'm so invested in this. I want to see more of this stuff. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, next year too, man. It's gonna be a crazy slate of films. Uh, You get the Batman. You Um, get the Flash. You get Flash and Aquaman are like six weeks apart. Yeah, yeah, they're close. Do you think they would move Aquaman or the Flash? Um, I think right now Aquaman would be more likely to get moved. The Flash has been delayed so so long. I I have yeah, to think. But that now they it's actually getting it. made. Like, even I know this movie's getting made. Right. Like I'm so. like, and I was a big like this movie's cursed. It's never. This is like might as well be Roger Corman's Fantastic. Yes, Four. you were. You were one of those. Yeah. I know. You I was like. I just. I just didn't think it was going to happen. Like it's just like. No nah, man. But, well, it is. We, yeah. No, now I'm we pumped. have a title. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And we have Here we Aquaman go. Two and the Flash. It's amazing. Yup. And we yes, and um, Muschietti released a photo, right, of the of the uh, which people are saying is the suit, the logo from the suit. Yes. So that is like the texture of the suit, very similar. Like so, we got we got a close up of the of Batman's. Yeah. And a close up of Ezra's. And uh, I was talking to uh, the young whippersnapper, Nico Caruso. And uh, we were talking about, like, if if we don't get, like, a Batfleck logo, <laughs> I'm starting to think we don't see Batfleck in the movie. We just see Bruce Wayne. Just, just out of curiosity, because he's released, to the you know, the logos for those heroes. That's true. I mean, that's a very, that's a fair point. 
I do think that's kind of been the speculation, though. I think we've all had from the beginning is that he's yeah, probably just going to be Bruce Wayne. I feel like it's just might confirm it. Also, if you look at like I posted on Twitter, the back of that Flash logo, the white part looks mm-hmm. like those old Metal Ball Tilt games. Yes, it does. And I was like, that makes sense because I bet you he's running around. He's going to reach a couple dead ends and he's going to have to go backwards. You know, like it just it makes sense for the Flash for him to try to find the right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to be like, ah, and we're going to trace it. Yeah. <laughs> through the through the background. It does. It does look like one of those. Like you so said, I was those, like, oh, OK, that's interesting. I don't know this. Those Marvel really Maze games, good. those little handheld Marvel, yeah, Marvel yeah, Maze yeah, games. Yeah, you know, those, me yeah. crazy as a kid. <laughs> but that's what that reminds me of. So, yeah. So that's that was cool, too, though, to actually get. Like you said, we got um, the Batman, and now we got Flash logo. So that was it. Was pretty cool to see uh, it up close. We kind of, like you said, we got a really good view of it. Um, and it, again, it's just more confirmation that this movie is actually happening. Like you said, like this is just another bit of information that yes, Which is great. It's not a lie this time. <laughs> We're going to get this movie. So, so. You're I'm right. Just... It is great. It's awesome news. And, you know, the uh, close. It's like, but as soon as you get that first like teaser, then it's like really, really official, right? Like. I'm still like I still have like I still like oh Superman lives Superman lives Superman lives you know like I remember I saw that Superman lives poster in theaters I was a kid yeah I remember seeing it all I it was ju- it was just the logo I knew what it was it looked weird as hell we all know it looked weird but I knew what it was I don't want to get burned like that again you know yeah no so I, I'm hoping it's fair. That I'm just as soon as something gets filmed I'm hoping but um it's definitely you know. no it's definitely fair um. But we had we got a little bit of news about a title that I think we all thought was going to be definitely not happening or was definitely shelved. And of course, I'm talking about Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been this this movie has been rumored for a while now. Um, there was a fan movie that someone made or it was like a, a series. Really? I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, it was like a it was like a low budget fan series of it. Because I remember when I was looking for information on the actual film, they, that came up and I was like, what is this? Um, so there, How long there ago was it made? Oh, uh, it's probably a couple of years ago now. I didn't know about this. Yeah, you can look it up. You can definitely find it. Uh, but <clears throat> Chris McKay, who was rumored to be the one developing the movie, mm-hmm. was recently being interviewed. <clears throat> and they were asking him about, uh, what's it called? Um, if it was this was something that was still on the table. And and this I'm quoting him. It says, "I hope it's still a reality. I hope that we still get to make that movie. As far as I'm concerned, it's not lost yet. It is obviously something that they've had other priorities. They've had other challenges. They had things they needed to do, and I think they found their way. I think their recent successes and the stuff that they are planning on doing now. I think it opens the door for us to still be able to do a Nightwing movie, whether you call it in an alternate universe or you pick in the multiverse version which universe it's part of. There are different ways to into it." But Nightwing is a big, action-packed, emotional movie. I may not; it may not budgetarily be similar to what we do with Tomorrow War, but from a scope and scale standpoint, as far as the kind of action and kind of heart, that's what Nightwing is going to be all about. So, reading this, when I saw this, I was reading, and I'm like, "Well, they actually are farther in development than I thought." Um, it seems like they have the story really ironed out. So. When you read that piece, what did you think? And obviously, I know you're a big fan of the character. Do you think we will get one? A Nightwing? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, to me, this sounds like Chris McKay's like, yeah, I'd love to do a Nightwing movie. It's up to them. They've right. got to let me do it. And he's like, right. you know, so I'm sure he's always going to say he's up to doing it. I, I, I don't think you'll ever interview him and he'll ever say, no, I don't want to do that movie. Um, so I think he's always done to do it. I think he has an idea of the story he wants to tell. 
I think he, you know, when he, I think he sees the directions that they're going in and he probably has an idea of how he can adapt his movie to each individual. You know, he realizes what he needs to do to tweak, to make it work for whatever particular reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it, I, I, I honestly don't think we'll ever see Chris McKay's Nightwing. I think by the time we get to a Dick Grayson moment, I think we're, we're, I don't know, probably another seven years from now. And he's hmm. probably in Matt Reeves' Batman. Hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, we have the character coming up in Between, full this I'd season the on Titans. I'd is five years. You'll see it. Yeah, I, I'm not even... Well, because in Titans, he's already Nightwing. So it's like you cross that out. Like, it's like... No, that's know, what like, I mean. Yeah. We're getting... This is the... Yeah. At the end of last season is when he became Nightwing. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to have him as Nightwing, period, going forward. Mm-hmm. So I was just saying, like, we have an interpretation, a live interpretation of the character that exists now... Um, so you figure that show's got to run. You say that show's got. Say the show has four more years left, right? Okay. Just say it has. So th- 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 then you have Reeves movie. So you're looking at I, I don't know, like seven to eight years before Dick Grayson's probably right introducing the yeah, Reeves movie. That's fair. Do you think? Uh, well, how how long do you think it takes Reeves to maybe 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 it takes him five years to make a sequel to this? This comes out next year. So I hope it doesn't take five years. Well, I mean, Nolan took like four years in between movies. I feel like it's fine just to get the that's stuff. True. Like, yeah, that's true. I don't like, point. I don't want mass production. Just, like, well, that's crazy because this is all mass produced now. But like when you just like pump them out, it's like they finished. Didn't they, like, I think the rumor is like they finished Batman and Robin like two weeks early. You know, like it's like, you don't, you know, like it, well, it's two years. They finished early. It's like, it's, it was too soon. You didn't give enough time to breathe, you know, for something yeah. that was so similar. So as long like, as it's I, not Avatar length. I think. We'll and then like, you look at like BVS to Justice League, like it was literally like the next year. So it's like, it's like, yeah, but, you guys didn't like this. So here's a sequel to it. It's like, but that was, work. that was reactionary and, and obviously very, very poorly planned and done. We know that now we've been down that road. Yeah. So like, um, well, I'm saying the rush jobs don't work. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be rushed. Uh, I mean, I don't think Reese's movies are going to be rushed. Uh, at least it probably does them in five years. Seven is probably too much. I'm trying to think how how long is it between the second Apes film and the third Apes film? Do, we, do you remember? Because he did War both of those. Google. Let's see. War. So whatever the distance between those two, I think is probably good. It's probably a good benchmark for us to to look at. So I think it might have been three. War came out in seventeen. Yeah. Let's see. Rise came out when. I gotta find it. My window's all screwy, so it's like really long. So, oh nope. But that's the time frame that I'd probably key on because you have to think doing this one. He already has stuff in mind for the second film. I would I would assume uh, he has stuff in mind for the second so film. He did Dawn. Dawn was fourteen to seventeen. Yeah. So see, so that's three years. So that's fine. I'll take that. Three years is fine. So I was, I was, I, I was a little ambitious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, three years is good. Yeah. So that's probably a good window. And then, like you said, so after that, maybe, yeah, you're looking at if he's the but trilogy. Then, you're looking then, at then, the like years. if that's successful, you're looking at that Dick Grayson continuing on into the next movie, and then right. maybe you know, then maybe that character becomes Nightwing. So it's like. And who knows at that time when you're ready for that Dick Grayson movie, you know, and that's if you connect it to the Batman, if you want to connect it to Snyder, well, Dick Grayson's dead. So there's no Dick Grayson, right? We're going to get, we're going to get a John Blake Nightwing. (laughs) He died the first night after Rises. 
his grapnel gun didn't land. Like if you've ever read <laughs> Batman Earth One, you'll get what I'm talking about. Ah, oh, well, this is, that that's a good segue too, right? Isn't that? Aren't we there now with that? With Matt Reeves or with Batman Earth One? With Batman Earth One, isn't there? Volume three came out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you read it yet? I haven't read it yet. No, but I'm seeing comments from people saying that it appears that Reeves' script is very could be pulled from it or. Oh no! Yeah, oh, it. dude, yeah. Me and Haas were talking about it not too long ago. Me and yeah. Haas talked about it like as soon as we read Volume Three. Me and Haas were on the phone. We're like, this feels very Reevesy. Like okay. that Riddler feels very Reevesy. Read right. and read read it. Like you'll love it. I think you'll really dig it. I'm sure I will. Most of the times you guys tell me to read stuff, I do do like it. So I'll read it. Like Captain Definitely. Marvel, you'd love Captain Marvel right now. She's kicking ass. <laughs> You're reading Captain Marvel comics? I yeah, I read everything, bro. Sure. Hmm. Don't, guys don't don't believe the hype he's not reading captain marvel comic definitely not don't let him fool you all right so that story i thought was cool about nightwing another thing that came out of that though that we learned and i'm just gonna throw this out there is we're not getting a second lego batman film which kind of sucks um i know that was some i know we all universally love well, at least most people love lego batman i don't know one person well actually i do know one person who said they didn't like it but really? I'm not gonna. Yes, I'm not gonna bring up their name. Um, but I think we all oh, universally sure. love it. So if we're not, you know, when, since we're not getting a second one, and it seems like that too was also planned out, and they had a story and a script and everything was ready for it. Um, it's kind of sad that we're not getting that either. So sorry, guys. Uh, Universal just said no, <laughs> and we got to move on from that one. All right, staying in the DC world, we got a trailer for Star Girl season two. And in that trailer, we got a look at Green Lantern's daughter. Yes, so they don't say who it is, but... I'm hoping it's Jade, bro. Yes, that's what... I think actually now I'm reading... I'm actually reading something that says it it is confirmed to be Jade. Dude, I cannot believe this. Yes, we are getting Jade. And I don't know since we last... since I've If I've mentioned this since we last recorded, I might have mentioned it on one of the previous shows that I actually watched season one. And I did. And I really... And, yes, and, and I really, really did enjoy the show. Eric, how was the acting? It was pretty good. The acting was... Pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Eric um, liked the acting, everyone. We know how critical Eric can be of acting. It's a CW show. I'll say that. It's definitely a <laughs> CW show. How amazing is uh, Luke Wilson in this TV? Show? He's great. He's absolutely he's amazing. Great. Yep. He's absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's he stripes great. might be my favorite character. Just really. Like I just I, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, damn, he's so cool. Like I just I love it. And I love that robot. Yeah, it's a tough I'll say this for me just in one respect. It's a tough watch, not because I don't think it's good. Um, or I don't think the it, it the show clearly isn't made for someone a guy in his forties, and that's what I am. So when you're watching the show, oh come on, you know how could you say it? I think it's made for everyone. There's a lot of heart in that show. Oh, there is totally. That's what I mean. But it's it's she's a teenager, mm-hmm. obviously, and it's told from a teenager's point of view. Well, um, that's why, that's why plays, Luke's there. The one who plays the villain, um, the Asian girl. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's, she's incredible. She's badass. Yeah, she's like, incredible in the show. She's great. Like her character's great. Uh, but yeah, the show is is much much better than I thought it was going to be. And I kind of, but I kind of trusted your guys' opinion on this. Um, 
because it wasn't just you, a bunch of other people who I don't speak to regularly said, yo, Eric, it's actually a very good show. I've been trying to get Eric to watch Batwoman. That hasn't worked, but he can watch Star Dude, Wars. I started watching it. We know this. I started watching the show. I walked through the first five episodes and I couldn't go anymore. <sighs> if it was about Alice only, then I'd probably watch the show because she's great. He's breaking my heart. But yeah, I know Kate's back and I saw all the stuff. And Is it, He's such a grumpy old Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I, I saw that on Twitter and I'm kind of like, oh, they brought her back. And Wallace Day is playing her. Yes, I know that too. And Fascist. All, <laughs> I know all this. Maybe, maybe if I'm bored, I'll try. Ryan Haas told me there's a huge surprise because I'm about three episodes behind. I watched one. It's been so how are you yelling at me? You watch the show and you're not even up to date. I'm behind, but I openly admit I'm behind. I, I, I'm willingly wanting to watch and to get to the end. I've just been busy. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not keeping score. Do Sorry. not, do not ever question my love for Batwoman. <laughs> okay. I think it's. I will say this though. Um, mm-hmm. with you anyway, your love for Batwoman, uh, in direct. What's it called? That's what I'm looking for. In relation to your hatred for Gotham, it's funny to me. I will say that. That I'll just say that. I'll leave it like I think Batwoman's much better than Gotham. <laughs> but, Bat- Batwoman okay. has done, with, with the with the actual Batman villains like Black Mask and others that they've used. Mm-hmm. I think they're much more faithful and and, okay. and truthful. Okay. I know Reno's going to like comment that there's some like English guy he loves who wrote like five episodes of Gotham or something, and he's like a mastermind of like writing, and he's got a master class <laughs> of something. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry that that show is that show is abysmal. Oh. Like, I just think like I hate that when show I watch, so much. When I watched Batwoman, it's got such a weird following. <laughs> I don't know who's stranger, Zaddies or Gothamites. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, um, I guess you have to like that kind of storytelling for Gotham. I guess that's bad. <laughs> I don't think the storytelling is bad. It's maybe the choice. No, maybe the choices they made weren't the greatest. But I don't Ugh. think the storytelling itself was bad. Um, just the way the choices they made for certain characters and some of the dialogue was rough. I'll say that sometimes you were kind of like, okay, that's really bad. But, uh, I just think it's funny when I, when you, t- I hear you talk about Batwoman and I hear you talk about Gotham. And they're just very, very, very different. Uh, so that's kind of funny to me. All right. Keeping up in DC, we're going to keep up with the DC theme. I believe we're going to keep going. Uh, we found out recently that, Blue Beetle, which was originally slated to be a motion picture, is being is headed for HBO Max. Um, but again, that's cool. Uh, it's cool that it's being moved and not um, completely abandoned. I think that story is going to be pretty damn uh, interesting, at least for me. Uh, I don't know much about Blue Beetle. I think Pete, you said the same thing. You're not, you know. I don't know about either version. I'm just, I'm more just happy it's still going to continue on. I don't think it's a problem. Right. I know some people were making issues about it. I don't, I don't think there are really any issues. I just maybe it's a lower budget thing, you know, and yes. uh, it's just more appropriate for HBO Max. And yes. you know, that's that. I just assume this is part of their plan for original content for HBO that has DC properties in it. And uh, you know, wherever this, whatever universe this movie falls in, I'm I'm just curious to see about it. I, I think Jaime Reyes is a cool character. He's kind of like. Uh, He's kind of like a, a, a very young Peter Parker and he's very ambitious and he's eager and, you know, he, he, he wants to help people and he's got great abilities that he can. And it's just, 
you know, from what I know about right. it a little bit. Like, I, I have a couple, like, oh, man, there's, like, a Blue Beetle Green Arrow crossover from, like, I feel like 05 <laughs> that I remember reading and I really enjoyed. Um, but that's, like, I don't have so much Blue Beetle. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm down. And, you know, I like HBO Max. I watch it pretty regularly. So this is another good program for them, and I'm all for it. Yep, Batgirl's going to be there, too. So Yeah, and those guys directed uh, Bad Boys 3, right? Yes. So that was good. Yeah, Bad Boys Three was very was surprisingly good. Yeah, so I I'm down to see what those guys got up their sleeves. I remember when I went to see it, when I heard it was coming, and then I saw the first trailer, and the fact that it, I felt like it was shot so fast, I was kind of like, "Oh crap, this is not going to be good." But it was. It was a good film. So I'm very. It's just happy to hear because you know we just had the 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 purchase of Warner Brothers by Discovery, and it, whenever a purchase happens, things could always. Um, you know, get lost in the shuffle or get shelved or get pushed to the back because, you know, there's there's a lot of change going on. And it's just cool to hear that we have these properties still going forward, uh, even though the, the company is still um, in transition. So it's going to be very, it's very, the, the future of DC properties on, in live action seems to be bright still, which is good. So let's see. All right, a couple of other, uh, couple other things quickly to go through just to get by them very fast we got a casting for um craven the hunter solo film um fans of marvel films will know him fans of the television show i believe fbi he's on godzilla well, no, yes fans of the first godzilla movie fans of kick-ass we all know aaron taylor johnson and he has been tabbed to play Craven the Hunter in the Craven the Hunter solo film. So this is another uh, film, obviously, that's a villain, a Spider-Man villain that you get that we're getting. Mm. So I think it's cool to just look, watch the machinations of how Sony is going about with the villains and what the MCU is doing with Spider-Man. And you, you definitely can tell that we're coming to some kind of a blender situation sometime in the future every time i hear more about these kinds of the, these villain films being made and these villain then they cast them and i'm like oh crap it's really really happening this time yeah um this doesn't come out to 2023 so we have a few year a couple of years but um i think he's a good actor i think he he definitely fits the character role that they're gonna um, be showing so i like the casting and i'm interested to see what they do so pete what do you think I never would have thought of him first, but he's like one of those guys who like he looks different in every movie. So like, right. I don't think I'll even really even remember it's him. Like it's like oh wow that's him. Oh you know okay like <laughs> you know like he just like, oh you have to see his name. And you're like oh and now I see it. Um, so I'm just excited. I, I think this is cool. Uh, I'm you know I like you know Venom. It's not great, but this like Sony universe of like without Spider Man right now. Right is very interesting um you know venom 2 is coming out soon too so we'll see where that plays in uh i believe and morbius we'll see where that plays in with morbius so it's interesting right. to get venom well venom carnage morbius and uh craven so uh venom carnage Morbius. craven so we have four maybe we get two more and vultures still i would assume oh vultures in it so that's five and then maybe we get that guy who played scorpion in, in homecoming right. i don't know so maybe you get a sinister uh, sinister six uh, that I kind of feel like that's where that's going. I'd like that to go that way. I mean, it'd be great to see Tom Holland, uh, you know, in New York City, you know, fighting the Sinister Six. You know, I mean, who knows? And you know, hey, I mean, Doc Ock's coming back, and Electra's right. coming back. So we're, we get tons of Spider-Man villains all over the place everywhere. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe I mean, 
somebody's got to, at some point this has to intersect. We have to see Spider-Man, whether it's maybe, maybe this, oh, this Spider-Man movie and this Dr. Strange movie somehow bring one other Spider-Man back into the mix. So Sony can have a Spider-Man and Marvel can have a Spider-Man. I don't know, but that'd be cool. I, I don't care if it's Toby or, or Garfield who comes back to start off in this like Sony villains verse while Holland's out. If, if that's how they want to do it, then that's fine. It's just an idea, but right. If they're doing the multiverse, it gives mm-hmm. them, it does give them options. That's fine. If it gives Sony a Spider-Man to play with, that's fine. And Marvel's like, I, I think you could do that now and it'd be totally acceptable. Yeah, I agree with that. Because that's I, what DC's doing with Batman. You got you got three different Batman running around in two years. Yep, you're right. So yeah, so this is, again, anytime we hear... I do like the fact that they are um, sticking with the villain movies, though. I think, uh, I think that's a market that definitely um, can continue to grow. Like I said, I didn't love Venom. Um, but people did because it made a ton of money it's and so, we're getting it's, a sequel. It's not so, a good movie, but it's so friggin' entertaining. Right. Like you just it's it's one of those films. Um I'm, the what I saw of Morbius the from the trailer I did like. So, you know, that that looks like it's a good uh a good film that we're gonna be getting about a villain. Um now we're getting Craven. So and of of course if you saw Homecoming, you I loved Vulture, Keaton as Vulture. I know you I think yes, I loved Keaton, Keaton as Vulture. So, you know, we're getting um they're building, like I said, they're, there's kind of like this back building of the universe for Sony with Spider-Man. And they're mm-hmm. starting it the opposite direction. Instead of having the hero first, they're having all the villains come together. The reverse and then, first. Right. And then, <laughs> and then however they go forward with Spider-Man, whether it be um, Holland or, like you said, McGuire coming back or Garfield. I hope it's Garfield if I have to choose. Uh, I would like him to come back. I'll take either one. So, but it's going to be cool and interesting to see how this whole thing evolves going forward. Again, we have time. This film is slated for 2023, so it's still two years out. And who knows if that date will hold. We have no idea. These things tend to happen, as we've seen in the past. I hope, I don't um, plan on another global pandemic hitting to (laughs) to push things back. Do you Uh, know something we don't? (laughs) I'm knocking on wood because, you know, you never know. Uh, But... Um, it's good news. Again, it's good news that they're continuing with this building of the of the villains. So I like that. In uh, more Marvel news, the Disney Plus She-Hulk series has a new cast member. So Jamila Jamil, mm-hmm. she has been cast in a major role. It does not say what the role is, um, but she has been cast in Jamila Jamil. People might know her from the NBC comedy The Good Place. She currently hosts a TBS game show, The Misery Index, and serves as a judge on the HBO Max competition series called Legendary. Oh, more HBO Max. Yes. So she, uh, we have a new cast member for She-Hulk. Pete, I know when we first started talking about this, you said this was one of the, the Disney Plus shows you were very, very interested in. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure. I don't know too much about this girl, but uh, like I'm down to see just the show in general. Uh, I believe it's where she's playing Titana. I believe that's the character's name I thought it heard. Um, okay. So that's cool. She's like She-Hulk's main villain. And, uh, you know, it's just, I, I'm just really interested to see how they incorporate She-Hulk. So uh, I want to see what she looks like. I'm kind of hoping for like some sort of for no treatment. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to see the show. I'm glad they have the villain. You know, just, again, like, okay, cool. Like just more progress. Uh, the show's just moving right. along. They're casting the villain. Uh, I, just, I just can't wait till they get in front of the camera. All right. Now, speaking of Disney Plus shows, Pete, did you watch the first episode of Loki? No, I have not. You did not. Okay. Because yeah. I know you said you weren't that interested, but I just wanted to ask if you did no, watch I've it. No, I've been catching up on my CWs. Okay. Uh, 
because I care about the CW, Eric. Okay, I love CW. <laughs> I still have Dude, to watch Black Lightning and Batwoman. I stuck with the longest running show through its completion. I stuck with Arrow from beginning to end. Yeah, well, I'm a Flash fan. So uh, and yeah, and, and I'm Super loving Girl's Superman amazing. and Lois. I'm Superman and Lois is Lois. brilliant. And I like it. Like Star I said, Girl I like and Superman Girl. and Lois are the greatest shows they've ever done. So those are the Flash, shows. Flash is good. Flash was, uh, Flash was okay. Uh, it started out at the beginning was better than it is now. Uh, Supergirl's doing pretty good right now. I wish we'd watch Supergirl. Oh, did you? Speaking of all these CW shows, did you see the rumor that uh, Grant Gustin is going to be in the Flash as well? His we'll Flash. See. I mean, um, I mean, we saw them we'll in see. the CW. We'll so we'll yeah, see. we'll see. I don't know. It'd be a nice post-credit scene. <laughs> Yeah, it would that's be true. very nice. It'd be nice. Be- I, 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 I would, I wouldn't mind if Barry and Barry just went to Big Belly Burger after the movie, or if okay. they did a race like we had at the end. Uh, of a ra- yeah, a race to Big Belly Burger. I feel like it's just something Central City that, that right, yeah. you know, that the two Barrys could be like, well, my, you know, or, or it'd be cool if Barry went to Jitters, right? Or yeah. Ezra Barry went to, you know, just something. It'd be, it'd be cool just to see them interact. You know, it would be, it would be cool. Uh, like I said, it was cool when we saw it in the crossover, the crisis crossover, and now mm-hmm. it'd be cool if we saw it in the, in the film. Yeah. And I think it would be good for Grant Gustin, who now has been, I believe, the longest running live action Flash we've had. Um, well, it's not hard. He was he so, was he was the longest after season two of Flash. That's true. <laughs> he had more than just. So, I mean, I don't know poor, if poor if John Leslie Ship only got one season. But if we're talking good. about how long the role has been cast when was ezra miller cast as the as the flash i feel After, like uh, i mean during bvs like right okay BBS. So. so you're talking like 2014 at least 2015, yeah so that's 14. seven eight years alone that he's been in the role so i don't know crazy stuff but in i my, thought that was so cool sequel. yeah i know i thought that was a cool i did think that was a cool little rumor that popped up again it'd be nice if it happens if it doesn't it's fine I, you know I, I prefer something like that uh, just have them post credits because it's harmless. It can't hurt, and it'd be it'd be nice, you know. But that's just me. But if I don't know if Barry needs some, if you know Ezra Barry needs some advice, maybe he looks at CW Barry as kind of the way that CW Barry looks at CW Jay Garrick, right? Like, right, kind of like that mentor. Like, I, I would have no problem because that's a very flash thing to do. So, yes. like, if they can incorporate, you know, uh, the, just kind of like the tutelage of one Barry to another, I think that's great. I agree. I think it would be a nice touch. And again, showing people that both of these characters exist in the same space, like they can exist in the same space. So I think that's, that would be awesome. Um, one fun, the last thing that I have on the rundown is something that we're going to talk about is I didn't even know this was happening. We might even discuss this. I didn't even know, but resident evil is, has a live action Netflix series that's coming. And Lance yeah. Reddick, Lance Reddick has been cast as Albert Wesker. Um, and there's been more people added to the cast as well. So Ella Balinska, Tamar Smart, Sienna Aldong, Adeline Rudolph, and pa- Paola Nunez have all been added to the cast of Resident Evil. Now, I've always been a huge fan of the video games. Right. Um, I liked a couple of the films. Yeah, they're hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't even know this was happening. And I, I knew it was happening. I don't know too much about who's in who's who you know who these actors are, but you know, uh Resident Evil, I'll say this in the original film series, the characters are always very faithful to what they're supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. The movies are just weird. It's I know. a weird it's a weird take on Resident Evil because it's not really Resident Evil. 
Um, but I'm hoping this is more faithful, but I'm excited to see it just because like, I don't know. I feel like it can't, it has to be better than what we got. And they're like, you said, like some of them are okay. Some of them are horrible. Some of them are, you know, there's probably one good one. Right. Um, but it's like, so it's like, this is easily going to be better. Right. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> just set, like think about it. Like it's like daredevil to daredevil. Like, okay, well this show's obviously right. going to be better than that movie. I think when you ever have a series, it, it lends you to tell flesh out the story, of course, a lot more. So obviously it should be better. Mm-hmm. Um, Reddick, everyone, if you see him, you know him. Um, he was on The Wire, Fringe. He was on Oz way back in the day. He was on Bosch. He's been in John Wick. Uh, he's the first uh, man of color to be playing or voicing or whatever the co- the character of Albert Wesker. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this now. When I read this, I'm like, oh, crap. I probably did know and I just forgot. Uh, but now that it's coming and this, again, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the games. I've been playing them since they started. And uh, I like this kind of, I like zombie stuff. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this show. I really am. And it seems like Netflix is on a zombie kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, all, with all the zombie stuff they're doing. And I, it's, I think it, they're trying to ride a wave here. Yeah, or a new one because zombies were hot. Obviously, when The Walking Dead a while ago, yeah, it's it's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of uh, been there, done that, right? Right. So, but now it seems with the Army of the Dead, and now you know this is coming. And yeah, I feel like uh, they're trying to dip their toe in they're, this well and they're bringing get it, it back. started. Yeah, and I'm looking forward. I am. I am looking forward to Resident Evil. I want to see what they do. I'm very, they have my curiosity. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just curious. Like, okay, like, let's see what the hell you guys can come up with. This should be, if anything, it's going to be interesting. And it was cool also to see um, the list of properties that are being adapted for uh, television, which I, video game properties mm-hmm. are getting cyber t- cyberpunk in um, Netflix in 2022. You're getting the last oh, really? of us on HBO in 2022. You're getting Halo in 2022 on Paramount Plus. I uh, will say, we'll say Halo's been talking about for years. <laughs> You're getting an Assassin's Creed show on Netflix. Um, at least they have the rights to it. Um, Diablo, Fallout for Amazon, Far Cry for Netflix, Splinter Cell, Tomb Raider, Twisted Metal. All of these um, mm-hmm. shows, either in live action or in anime or animated. We're going to be getting from video games in the future. And I think for video games adaptations, um, series are better, in my opinion. It just gives you more of a, a way to flesh out the story and to you tell the story. About anything, though. No, I just think with video games, um, you have, especially when you get to the point where you have so many of them, there's been so many Resident Evils, there's been so many Assassin's Creeds with different guys in the lead in Assassin's Creed. You have different um, main characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's just an easier way to segue through um, and to handle the material in a series where you can be take an episode or two to, to complete a different arc and then start up again. Whereas at the film, you have two and a half, three hours. Okay, it has to be in this frame. You're more likely to edit things, pull things out that might be important. I mean, we've seen this before. So, just my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I can argue with that. Yeah, it's just my opinion. Well, it's wrong. <laughs> my opinion on this stuff but i do uh i am looking forward to some of these titles and seeing these titles come out so it's been in uh a lot down the pipeline for those kinds of for video game ad- adaptations we haven't had a we haven't had another super mario brothers yet though 
One day. One day. Yes. Shout out to Ryan Haas. Uh, what's it called? I'm forgetting. I just said a brain fart. The extended cut of the Super Mario Brothers movie. They got yes. Released in, so. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to our friend Ryan for that. That was SMB awesome. SMB movie. Yes. I will say that man is very dedicated to that film. So <laughs> He loves it. It's He does. It's he very uni- it's a very unique movie. It is. Very, to me it'd be akin to someone the people who love Masters of the Universe. Or... Oh, well, speaking of which. Yes. That's a good How point. do you feel? We got that new trailer. We did. We got the new He-Man trailer. And yes, I was... Your jubbly's all wobbly? Uh, yes. I was very, very... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was very, very excited uh, watching that. I didn't like the choice of Hero, of the song I Need a Hero, as the song for the trailer. Why? I don't know. Just I don't know. Just Can't, can't you just be like happy it's there? I'm, ha- I'm happy we have a trailer. <laughs> I'm happy this thing is coming out. I just... I would have chosen a different song. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, it was awesome hearing Hamill's voice. Obviously, as Skeletor, mm-hmm. that was just. I mean, he's Who was played, the original Skeletor. I don't remember his name. That's bad. I should know it off the top of my head, but I don't. I'm not a big He-Man fan, so. But um, man, as a as a guy who grew up loving Luke Skywalker, to have Mark Hamill not only voice the Joker but now also Skeletor for me, like this is like an embarrassment of riches. It's so awesome. Enjoy. Uh, for a guy who loves all these properties to have this, what his favorite childhood character. Are you going to collect anything from the show? I, well, I, already, I already, I mean, I posted that I'm looking for the hot wheels, Tila car. I've already started collecting mm-hmm. the cars. Um, I got to see what they release. Are you a big hot wheels fan? I was as a kid. I have a lot of hot wheels hidden Matchbox? away somewhere. Yeah. 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 I have a lot of those cars. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I was as a kid. So I'm still looking for the Tila car. I haven't found it yet, but I did see on Amazon that they actually sell it, all of them in a commemorative box and stuff you could buy. So I might, might look there into that. There was a statue that someone tweeted. I think Reno sent us, or maybe just he Reno tagged me and Garrett on Facebook uh, with this He-Man statue on mm-hmm. Battlecat, and it was hand-carved or whatever. It looked fabulous. So I'm really, really getting excited for this. I know it comes out next month. Uh, but the anticipation is and it's high. it's Netflix, for me. right? So you can binge the whole thing. Like you don't have to yeah. wait. Yeah, they're not doing it like um, you know, Disney Plus does the their shows. I don't have to watch every week. The the, the Eric cartoon that I'm waiting to come back is Voltron. They had a show on Netflix. They did. They had like okay. an anime style show. It was called Legendary Defender. I think we spoke about this. They gender bended a couple of the. The gender-bedded Pidge, who in the show was a boy, and this it was a girl. Um, but okay, it's still, I'll have to check that out if it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's called Legendary Defender. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty good show. It's pretty good, pretty good take on the material. A little thing, things are a little different, and I'm not a huge fan of the anime style of, of uh, art, but that's that's me. All right, all right, all right. So I think I think that about covers everything that we want to get to this time. Anything else you can think of that you want to throw out there to the masses? No, just, uh, just remember, you know, if you see Eric at Comic-Con, just ask him for a picture. And <laughs> for every picture that you ask to take with Eric, he's got to buy himself one comic book. So. Oh boy. Okay. Hashtag That's... final E 33 photo. Yes. Okay. I will do that. If, if, if that does happen and I, we do go to Comic-Con and I do, 
people do want to take selfies, I will do that. I can make that promise. That'd be fun. Photos with Aquaman. <laughs> got this huge line at Comic-Con. Everyone thinks they're going to go line up for Momoa. And out comes Eric. And <laughs> like, who are you? Like, I'm the, he's like, I won the Long Island 55 meter bread stroke my six years of high school. Okay. No, I am. <laughs> I'm Aquaman in 20 years. <laughs> that's it. What he's going to look like in 20 years. That's what I am. What do you think Jason looks like when he doesn't work out? He looks like this guy. Okay. He looks like he does in that commercial that he did for the Super Bowl. Yeah. We drink, <laughs> we drink beers and we eat brats and we, you know, we don't eat shrimp because we're fish. All right, man. So outside of my photo opportunity that I'm going to have at Comic-Con, tell everyone where they can find you right now, everything else you're doing. Uh, you could find me on social media, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Zack Snyder's favorite, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you can find my reviews on comic books at BatmanOfFilm.com. You can check out my reviews with uh, Michael Uslin, Lauren Lester, Tara Strong on uh, Batman on Film YouTube. Uh, you can check out uh, at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter as we uh, just still bask in the glory of the Yellow Oval returning in Andy Muccietti's upcoming movie, The Flash. Uh, follow uh, Italians for Spidey on Twitter, uh, the Italian uh, Spider-Man Coalition with me and Chicago's finest sausage and meatball, Nico and Daddy Bats. We, uh, we are going to record a show this week about uh, animated Spider-Man and uh, well, you know, just we'll have a general discussion about the Raimi Spider-Man and what he means coming back and stuff like that, all three of them. So we're going to have a fun show about that. That'll drop the sometime next week, I think, because we recorded this week. But it'll be a good, fun show. Uh, what else do I have for you? Uh, follow our Straight Outta Gotham Facebook uh, page. Join our Straight Outta Gotham Facebook group. Lots of great discussion and interaction going on. Please make sure you enter in our monthly contests. You could win a spectacular prize pack and possibly an autographed photo of Eric Holzman. Um, so what? we could just add that into the, uh, the prize back, but yeah, I'd love to interact with you and talk to you about everything and anything, um, from how bad the Yankees are oh, uh, to how great the Islanders are. So let's, uh, let's just go, uh, hashtag go Isles. Let's get it done boys. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you, sir. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at finally 33 spell finale 33. Also, I want you guys to look out. Um, or if you haven't, if you didn't watch it on Sunday, you can go check the Let's Go live stream where I was on and we talked about which movie had the biggest cultural impact out of Spider Man, Batman 89, Superman 78, and Iron Man uh, 2008, I guess. <laughs> so you guys go check that out. It was a good, fun discussion, uh, different, varying opinions. I had a good time on the show. So again, thanks to those guys for letting me, having me on and for letting me say my piece. Uh, you could also check, follow us on Twitter, of course, at straight underscore O underscore G. Um, Pete and I will, we always post the Grundy alerts there. We always have all the show information there. Obviously the podcast gets posted there as well. So you, you always follow us on straight out of Gotham. Also on Instagram as well. We're there with the same, is it the same one there or no? Exact same handle. Exact same handle. So there we We're go. We're universal, baby. Yeah, so on Instagram as well. As Pete mentioned on Facebook, we're there as well. Uh, definitely, I've been doing, well, today I did one actually. I just hopped on and did a quick 15-minute live. I was just sitting there and I had a nice conversation. What, did you give an emotional speech? No. <laughs> I just hopped on and I, I was just sitting around and playing around. And then Craig Harlow, for our friend Craig Harlow from over from England. You should do like omelets with Eric. <laughs> 
<laughs> morning. You should be the SOG morning show. Just you making eggs. Uh, I'd have to eat omelets more often than I do. Well, that, I'll just yeah. fry up an egg. Okay, sunny, every, look, sunny side's good enough for me. Breakfast with Eric? We could do breakfast with eggs Eric. Eggs with Eric. Yeah. yeah, that works. You can have uh, eggs. You can have egg creams. Cadbury <laughs> eggs. Uh, another idea for just now on air. A lot of fun. But yeah, every once in a while, guys, I might hop on Facebook and do a live. If you see me there, come and interact. It's fun. Um, it's fun for me anyway, just to have these little conversations when I'm bored and not doing anything. He it's feels a- like Maxwell Lord and he's like broadcasting <laughs> to the world. If I get Pete to come on with me, it'd be fun too, but we'll see what, we'll see how that goes. So I think that's it. I think we've covered everything we want to cover. So All right. I'll see you next week. Sign off. Yes. So for Pete Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah!